ITAT Jason kind enough to join us here on the show. Jason, hope that you're doing well. Uh, let's talk about the baseball team and what they were able to accomplish over the weekend. What do you think of uh, their performance there in Knoxville, Jason? Yeah, I thought considering the circumstances and you know dealing with you know the loss of Hayden Mullins pretty early on Friday, and then uh, Blake Burkhalter, um, you know, toward the end of the game on Friday with a chance to to, to win that game. Uh, I thought the way they responded to win on Saturday to give themselves the chance to win on Sunday against what to me um, just physically is the best team I've ever seen in college baseball. They may not win a national championship, but I don't have I don't remember a team that has more physical tools across the board than this Tennessee team did. And, Auburn had a chance to, to, to win in, in each and every game. And so to do that, I, I thought they handled themselves pretty well, showed themselves pretty well, and, uh, and you know, have put themselves in a position here down the stretch. Uh, you know, as long as they keep doing those things, they got a position, got a chance to, uh, you know, to obviously get in the postseason and, you know, uh, you know make some noise. Tell us what you thought about all the passion, all the antics uh, that, that we saw from both sides of, of the, uh, the, the series this weekend. Yeah, no, uh, you know, Tennessee is known to do those things. They don't like it when you do those things back. <laughs> and so that's, that's basically my take there. Um, Auburn did what Tennessee does, and they didn't like it. And so, um, you know, the bat, you know, I'm sure if you had to do it over Bobby Pierce, probably doesn't carry the bat, but I'm sure he wasn't really sure where he was at the moment. Uh, he tosses the bat a little bit, but... Guys, I'm going to tell you, the turf there is about like a basketball court. Remember those rubberized basketball courts? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's what it was like. Well, the bat hits end over end. It bounced about three feet and then rolled. And so there's only about 15 feet between that first baseline and the dugout. There's not a ton of room, 15, 20 feet. So it's not like he threw the bat 30 yards to, to the dugout. So it bounced over, rolled over, and, um, you know, that kind of starts everything. And then... Um, I thought for you know three hours yesterday, it was a beautifully played baseball game. Both sides were really good. As soon as the last out's over with, and Tennessee responds by running the midfield, and I would say 90% of the roster looking towards the Auburn dugout, yelling, screaming, and and doing the kind of the talking sign with their hand. Uh, that's what they do. Hey, they back it up. But it's just not the way that, you know, I, I like to watch baseball or many other sports. And I don't think it was something that uh, Auburn really appreciated. But, hey, it is what it is. In the end, uh, you deal with it, move on. What's the latest with Hayden Mullins? The Friday night starter for Auburn obviously had to leave the game a little bit earlier uh, than anticipated. What's the latest with him, Jason? Yeah, I think for him it's just going to be a matter of getting checked out see you know, kind of, you know, what the elbow looks like, those kind of things. You know, unfortunately, when you start dealing with elbows and dealing with, you know, with those kind of things for, for pitchers, uh, it puts you in question. Uh, even if there's, you know, if there's no damage, Butch Thompson's not a guy that, that pushes guys to the limit. You know, only three weeks left in the regular season. Um, normally, even in a perfect situation, you're talking about a month of, you know, sitting out a couple of weeks, a little bit of rehab, I, I'd be really surprised at this juncture if we saw Hayden Mullins again this year. Oh, wow. Uh, on, on the offensive side of things, obviously one of the guys, uh, several guys had a big weekend, but uh, Bobby Pierce had to, had a huge weekend with some very clutch home runs. Uh, if you could just talk about Bobby Pierce and how big he was for the Tigers. 
Yeah, he really came up big. You're right. And, you know, he's played really good defense. He's had some, some timely hitting and had really struggled uh, up until his home run, uh, you know, moving him up to that four spot behind Sonny Galloway. And it's such a such an important role for somebody on this team to, to be able to handle that spot. And he did a good job, a couple of home runs on the weekend. Um, you know, did a good job of, of providing, providing some protection. And that's just going to be a key, uh, you know, like most teams, they you know they in times they pitch to Sonny Galloway, other times I mean the Sonny, not Sonny Galloway, excuse me, Sonny Deshera, but other times they did not. Uh, and you know, Bobby Pierce made them pay on Saturday by by walking the guy in front of him. And that you know people forget about that too. That has a little bit to do with with the reaction and and the celebration of a home run when the guy in front of you is walked intentionally. Um, you know that 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 charges you up a little bit, and that happened with Bobby Pierce. So. I thought he did a good job of kind of filling that role and providing some depth and, and some, some protection there for, uh, for Sonny uh, in, that, in that lineup. A couple weeks ago, Jason, this team was able to sweep South Carolina. Now they're able to take one of three from Tennessee, something only one other team in the SEC has done. How do you think the perception of Auburn is changing nationally and kind of roadmapping the last three series? Kind of where are they on the path to trying to host a regional? Yeah, I think I think it's right now. You look at it and you go, um, "Take care of business." is is kind of the the roadmap for success for Auburn now. You've got 12 wins uh, with three series left. You got Arkansas at home. Arkansas, they're really good team. It's a top five team nationally. They haven't been great on the road, uh, and so look at them. I think they're four and five away from home this year. So they haven't played a whole lot of true road games. When they have, you know, they lost a couple of series. They lost a series at Florida, and so. You look at them, that's a, that's a team that you feel like if you're at Auburn, you've got a chance to win a series. And then Alabama the next weekend at home, you feel like, hey, take care of business at home. Um, you do that, you know, the next two weekends, you've got 16 wins going to Kentucky. And that's a Kentucky team that has scuffled a little bit. Now, you know, they went to Florida, won one out of three. Um, they got Tennessee this weekend. Um, you can't, if you're Kentucky, you can't feel really good about where you are right now with seven SEC wins. Um, three weeks left, and Tennessee coming to town this weekend. Uh, you know, you start looking at kind of your situation, and all of a sudden you look up with with six games remaining, and you're seven seventeen in SEC play, and you got to feel like that you're on the very outside looking in. You know, even with a chance to get to Hoover. So, um, your Auburn is about taking care of business. You do that, then um, you get to seventeen. Then I think it's a no doubter that Auburn is a hosting with with Auburn's RPI, which is currently number four in the country. Get to eighteen, then I think Auburn has a great and, and realistic shot to, to potentially be a national seed if you get to eighteen. So you you win two the next three weekends, and and, and Auburn is in great shape. Jason Caldwell from Inside the Auburn Tigers is joining us here on the program today on this Monday. Also saw the NFL draft come to a close uh, over the weekend. Only one Tiger heard his name called during the official draft proceedings, and that was Roger McCreary. A lot of conversation after the fact, Jason, because a lot of people want to react to, to that news that Auburn just has one player drafted. Where do you stand on this? Yeah, I, I thought that was the expectation going in for me. I, I I thought it would be maybe a shot that Smoke Monday got drafted, maybe a shot for Jacoby McLean, but it, it, it was still going to be a question uh, going in for those guys. So it wasn't a big surprise that the preparation was there for me because of you know the, the return of a lot of guys 
that normally would have been gone uh, in terms of, you know, some super senior guys, you know, guys like Derek Hall, Colby Wooden, even a Nehemiah Pritchett are guys. Uh, I wouldn't pipe hope because of injury. Those are guys that if you're you're nine and three last year, ten and three last year, and they're healthy, those guys are probably gone and in the NFL draft, much like we saw, you know, from Georgia and some other teams. Uh, so, I think it's a just combination of, of the way the season ended, injury to a couple of guys, um, and just you know, let's face it, it's, it's you know an issue with development at times too, and. Um, and that's, you know, I talked about it this morning. I, I wrote something Monday morning quarterback about um, it's it's player and talent acquisition, player and talent development, and it's been an it's been an ongoing issue um, at times for much of the last decade for Auburn. Uh, when you compare it to the main teams you're looking at, the main teams you're trying to compete with. When you look at Alabama, you look at Georgia, you look at LSU. Now you look at Texas A&M. Um, even though you don't play them every year, you look at Clemson, that's the school you're competing against in terms of recruiting. Um, Auburn has fallen behind those teams in those areas. And, um, you know, people, that's where it starts when you start talking about, you know, recruiting, getting players, those kind of things. You know, it's not going to be be all end all NIL. You know, getting guys to the next level, um, getting them opportunities in NFL, that's that is still a very important part of this and it's it's the place that Auburn has to improve. You know Auburn Athletics just about as well as everyone and you know that people love to jump the gun and have to have questions answered right now despite not having games being played for months to come. But I'd ask you this, Jason, here we are looking at year two for Brian Harson. Record-wise, what would be considered a, sex, a successful season as he enters uh, his second season? Yeah, I think it. You look at it, obviously, improvement is goal number one. You go six and seven last year. Um, I think it, you just have to take a step forward. Um, you know, they did some good things last year. You know, winning at LSU was a was a big deal. Some had Auburn, Auburn had not done it in a long time. So I think that was a big deal for, for the program and you know, for the staff. I think, it's, I think it starts early. I think having Penn State at home uh, – is a really big opportunity early in the season for this team and for this program to kind of go, okay, there's a statement win. You know, Penn State just had, what, eight or nine guys drafted. They've had a really good recruiting class, brought in some key transfers. That's going to be a preseason top 25 team. You know, you're talking about your quarterback returning and some of those other pieces. And so that's where it starts. And then you try to build some momentum. Um, obviously, you look and you play at Georgia and at Alabama, at Ole Miss, at Mississippi State. That's a, that's a really difficult road schedule out of the gate. I think you got some winnable home games. And so it's almost like we're just talking about with baseball. I think that's the key for this team right here. Hey, take care of Jordan Hare Stadium. Take care of business at home. You do that next year, then then you would have, have – you know, started a roadmap for success, you know, under Ron Harson, I think, in year number two. Well, uh, but now the question is this. If Auburn – say they have an equal season or say they even uh, have less of a season or even maybe one more win than last year, but let's just say they don't get to that nine or win till win uh, ten win total, are, are the Wolves going to be out for Harson again or do you think people have kind of calmed down on him and that his job is a little more safer than it than it would have been a year ago? Yeah, I, um, honestly, I can't. I, I don't have any way of knowing. I don't have right. any answer because I don't think there's a I don't think there's a magic number. You know, people are like what's the? Ma-? I don't think there's a magic number. I think it 
depends on how it, how the season goes, how it progresses. And, you know, I think it's one of those things you know it when you see it. And, and you know, I, I like the staff they have in place now. Um, I think some of it will depend on what it looks like from a recruiting standpoint, too. Uh, we, you know, we saw it last year. I think you got to show that you can – can step up and, and, and compete with, with those programs I just talked about in terms of recruiting. In this state this year, you got an opportunity because it's a great year in the state of Alabama in, in 2023 for this recruiting class. So I think that's part of it as well. You, you get you get on roll in recruiting and, and build some momentum there. And then I think for people, they go, hold on, let's take a step back. Now, this thing has a chance to, to turn and be really good. I think I think I think it's a little bit of everything. It's just you just have to show some of that tangible proof moving forward. On Twitter at ITAT Jason, it's Jason Caldwell from Inside the Auburn Tigers. Kind enough to join us here on the program. Before we let you get out of here, Jason, summertime is a busy time for so many people to uh, get on the message boards, get so excited for the upcoming college football season. From your perspective, is it kind of crazy to see much how uh, you know this uh, message board craze, how much it's sort of developed over the years and certainly makes your job a little bit easier to be entertained by so many thoughts from so many? Yeah, it makes it easier at times and harder at times. It kind of depends <laughs> on what's going on. But and now, you know, I've been just, I've just been used to it. Um, you know, the, the message board community for us has been a huge part of things for now 20 years. Uh, now you you kind of factor in the social media side of it to bring that into you know kind of that everyday fan, and it, it's changed it some. It, it, you're even more reactionary, even more opinionated now because of social media. So it makes it a challenge at times, but. Uh, that's what makes it fun. Uh, without without those folks, then then I wouldn't have a job. And so because of that, that's an important part of what we do every day is to, to make sure that we take care of those people, make sure that we answer those questions and, and do those things. And so, uh, yeah, it's, that's that's a huge part of what we're trying to do. It, and uh, obviously with Inside the Auburn Tigers, AUTigers.com, and now Auburn Undercover, uh, you know, the 247 site. Tell folks how they can support you then, Jason. Yeah, obviously, hey, the last day today, so until 11.59 tonight, you got a huge still NFL draft promo going on for, for first-time subscribers. You can sign up and, and get everything for a fraction of the cost that you would have normally. So uh, check us out there. Like I said, you can find that information on our front page. I tweeted it out a couple times today. So you, if you haven't signed up before and thought, hey, it's a good time, or maybe thinking, oh, it's a little slow time of the year, you sign up now and it gets you through football season, gets you through training camp, gets you through the summer camp and, and recruiting side of things. So uh, check it out there and also follow me on Twitter at ITATJ. I'll say as someone who does not get paid whatsoever for promoting Auburn Undercover and 24-7 Sports and Jason Caldwell's work, it's money well spent on my end to know what these guys are saying. I'd encourage you to do the same. Jason, as always, we really do appreciate the time. Looking forward to seeing you again soon and then catching up as well. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.